search methods. Hello and welcome to the Research Methods podcast of the Management Center Innsbruck. I'm your host, Dr. Eugene Bogristov. Hello and welcome to our new mini-series. This time we talk about the experiments. Experiments and causal inference is one of the most interesting aspects of research methods class. There are different methods with which you can approach your problem, your academic problem, and try to answer your research question. An experiment is a very specific method which has some strength and also some weaknesses. And that is what we are going to talk about in the next episodes of our podcast. First, I would like to start with the definitions and what experiments are good for. The definition experiment comes from Latin experimentum, which comes from experiri, which means to try. So the experiment is about trying something out. You have a problem, you try different solutions, and that is actually the first and simplest way to have an experiment. And that is something you observe by kids when they try to play with different stuff, when they try out different things. So this is exactly the experiments. The kids have an innate ability to run experiments. If we talk about experiment, we talk about something what happens under controlled conditions, which are made to demonstrate a known truth, or examine validity of a hypothesis, or determine the efficacy of something previously untried. As you see, the key here are the controlled conditions. It means we try to run our experiment, we try to try something out, and we have to control from conditions. Because if conditions have no impact and we try something out, then we can prove causality. We will talk about causality in the next minutes. Experiment has also a different meaning. You can use the experiment in a political sense, like democracy is only an experiment in the government, and this is a kind of innovative act or procedure. Of course, in research methods, we use the first understanding first definition, which is test under control condition that is made to demonstrate the known truth, examine the validity of a hypothesis or determine the efficacy of something previously untried. It is of course about the cause, and the cause, if we look at the definition, it comes from Latin causa, which means a reason or the purpose. A cause is the producer of an effect, result or consequence. The second definition is a cause is the one, such as person, an event, or a condition that is responsible for an action or a result. What is then a cause? And it's not as simple to understand as we think about it, because if you think about a forest fire, what was the cause for the forest fire? Was it a match? Was it a strike for lightning? Was it a campfire? There can be many different causes. And these causes, which I mentioned, they are not necessary. For example, the fire can start also without a match. Yet, these causes are not sufficient, as the match should stay hot long enough. Having a match just close to the forest will bring nothing. The match should be burning, and burning for some specific time. But even this is not sufficient. If you want to observe the forest fire, you also need the dry leaves that should be present, so going with a match to a wet forest will not cause any forest fire. And if you want to have the dry leaves, you have to have the weather, which should be dry for a long time. 
as you see, there are many reasons and many conditions which make the safety match, the building safety match, causing a forest fire. If we talk about the cause, it's usually not about the single, single things which has impact. It is about the constellation of different things, constellation of conditions and also some not necessary and maybe even not sufficient conditions which in combination can lead to something. We call this Inus condition. It is an insufficient but not redundant part of an unnecessary but sufficient condition. Finally, if we make an experiment, we actually try to approximate the cause, we try to understand what is causing something. There are many things which could have impact, and that is why we call an experiment something which is running under the control conditions. If you remember the movie The Experiment, the German one or the American one, in both cases it's not really the experiment because we do not really control for conditions and what happens there is mostly due to, let's say, specific characters of people who were involved, specific conditions, specific situations and different combinations. So at the end we cannot tell what was exactly the cause and what should we control for. After talking about the cause I would like to talk with you about an effect. And what is an effect? An effect is a difference between what did happen and what would have happened. It means it is something we observe and actually we think about if I had done something in a different way, would this effect still appear? And this is also something we would like to address with an experiment. We try to create a counterfactual model, so the factual model is the one which appeared. We would like to have the counterfactual model. It means something that is contrary to the fact which, let's say, would have happened if this model would have been a little bit different. Imagine that there might be three causes for a forest fire. A safety match, a lightning strike and campfire. Now think about how to create a model to approximate this counterfactual. How can you look and understand what was the real cause and what really, what plays role in the forest fire? If you want to see what a safety match has impact, you have to think about where do safety matches came from, the burning ones. So probably from the cars. People who smoke open the window and throw out the safety match just close to the road and it can happen that it leads to the forest fire. If you want to investigate this issue, you actually need just the forest fires which you can compare, those which are close to the road and those which are far away from the road. And if you find that there is a difference and close to the road the forest fires are much more often, this would indicate that a safety match, the burning safety match, would really be an issue. The same applies to lightning strikes. If you would like to understand is it about a lightning strike or not, you can analyze those forest fires which happened by the good weather conditions and those which happened during the thunder and lightning strikes. And if you find that there is a difference, let's say that in the situation where there are more lightning strikes or where there are lightning strikes, the forest fire appear more often, then you can say it is due to the lightning strikes. Finally, we talk about the campfire, and in this case you have to compare the situation of forest fires which are close to campings and which are far away from campings. It is not the best indicator as people can go also to the forest and make fire there, kind of campfire, but camping would be a great indicator to show whether the things work or not. And if you want to have the joint model, you can even combine it and look at different predictors. Let's say the forest fires which are close to campings against forest fires which are far away from campings and also control for 
at how close are the roads, how many cars go through these roads, and also look at the weather conditions, how dry, how wet was the weather, and whether there was the lightning strike during the time of the camping fire or preceding the camping fire. If you want to be precise, we had now the cause, we had now the effect, we have to understand what is the cause of relationship, so what unites this cause and this effect. And it is pretty simple, the cause of relationship exists if and there are three conditions. The first one, the cause precedes the effect. So if the assumed cause followed the effect, then it cannot be the cause. It can, there cannot be causal relationship. It should always precede the effect. Second, the cause was related to the effect. So it is not something which preceded the effect, but it also has some relationship, like a safety match, which is burning, and the forest fire. So the connection relationship is pretty obvious. And the third one is, we cannot find a plausible alternative explanation for the effect rather than the cause. This is also the weakest one. It means, at the moment, we have to try to find explanation based on the theories we have in mind. Maybe in next years there will be new theories which can explain something, but at the moment we have to live with what we have. What is then the experiments? We talked about the cause, we talked about the effect, we talked about the causal relationship and different types of causality and different types of causes. In experiments, we manipulate something. We change the presumed cause and observe the outcomes afterwards. And that was it. In an experiment, you can try to investigate whether light has impact on the quality of learning. In this case, you just need to manipulate the light. It means put some participants into a dark room and put the other group of participants to a well-lit room and let them make some tasks. And if you can find difference between these two groups, controlling for all other conditions, then you can say it is because of the light and it has impact on the outcome afterwards. The second what we do with the experiment is we see whether the variation in the cause is related to the variation of the effect. Let's go back to my example with the light in the room and the quality of learning. We can introduce several rooms and make the one which will be pretty bright, with a lot of sun, the second one which will be slightly darker, then we make the third one which will be dark, and the last one where it will be so dark that people will not be or will almost not be able to read through the tasks. If we see that there is a gradual effect in learning outcome, then we can say that the variation in the cause, it means variation in the darkness or brightness in the room, has impact on the variation in the effect, which is, in this case, the learning outcome. The third one, what we do in an experiment, is we use various methods during the experiment to reduce the plausibility of other explanations for the effect, along with ancillary methods to explore the plausibility of those we cannot rule out. As you can imagine, not only light will have impact on how people or how students learn. It means there are probably also other conditions, the sociological factors, maybe we have some best learners and some underperformance. It can happen that uh, we have different ethnicities, genders, different ages. All these aspects might have impact on the way how people try to process information, how people learn. What we try to do is we try to randomize and keep these things constant by randomizing. And randomization is something we're going to talk in the next episode. As a conclusion, experiments are a very good method to prove causal relationships. And this is actually the main strength of the experiment. 
with an experiment we can really prove causality and that is why this method is so beloved in the field of organization theory of behavioral economics and in psychology i hope it was helpful i wish you all the best and i'll see you in the next episodes good luck Thank you.